Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Kevin Kaufman, your host of the Kevin and Fred Next Level Podcast, the podcast where we bring you weekly business tips and tricks, as well as in-depth interviews with leading minds in real estate and entrepreneurship to help you take your business to the next level. Carrie Scholl, how are you doing today? I'm fantastic. How are you? I am awesome. Thank you so much for asking, and thank you so much for being a guest on the Next Level Podcast. I'm excited. Thanks for having me. Me too. So you and I got to chat a couple weeks ago because we were uh, doing a show on Pat Hyben's Real Estate Rockstars, right? The State of the Market Update. And we just started talking a little bit before the show and then after. And I was like, gosh, I got to get to know her better and I got to get her on on my podcast. So here we are. And uh, I thought it'd be cool to kind of learn a little bit more about your business and share some of the lessons I'm sure that you've learned growing the, the amazing business that you've grown over the years. Thank you. Thank you. And you're welcome. And we're pregnant right now, but we've, we've agreed we're not, you're not going into labor during the show, right? No, no, uh-uh. no labor now. I have, I have some more things I need to accomplish before this baby comes. Okay, good. Thank <laughs> goodness. Um, so, I mean, it might be good for ratings, but also a little like not good timing. So, <laughs> um, well, cool. So Carrie, tell us a little bit about yourself. So you, you've, you've got a brokerage, you've got a team, uh, I mean, you got a lot going on, you're coaching, but just kind of give, let's go backwards. First, tell me a little bit about your company and then I want to kind of, then I'm going to go backwards in the story and, and figure out where you started. Okay. Sounds good. Um, well, so let's start personal for a moment. I yeah. have a one-year-old, a three-year-old, and I'm seven weeks from having another one. Um, so for all of the parents out there, especially the moms, you guys know kind of where I am in the cycle of, uh, of parenting. Um, so that's pretty amazing. And I think for all of the moms that are trying to build a business, my hope is after you listen to this today, you're going to know that you can do it. It's possible to balance it all and still have a really amazing business but it's about making key decisions about where you're going to spend your time. Um, So then when we shift to the real estate side of what we have going on, um, last year we did almost 500 sales. We have a huge team. We're in the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. And our goal for this year is 1,000. We don't think that anyone's ever done a like a 100% growth in a year. So that inspires us and gets us super pumped to do something that's kind of epic for history. Um, And in our area, 500 transactions before this year had never been done. And there are two teams, the Sarah Reynolds team, and I absolutely adore her and our team that surpassed that kind of goal in terms of the volume and the transactions this year. So that was, that was like another one that we're like, all right, let's make history. And then like, let's double it. Um, so in terms of how my business is structured, I've been really focused on the weaknesses that I have in myself that I see in other salespeople. So the way our whole system is designed is to build up agents and help them get to do what they love. Right. So most agents, the paperwork, a lot of the needing to needing to do prospecting with cold traffic, that's super hard for agents. Right. And for me, if I relied on my skill sets with those two things, I probably would be doing something else right now. (laughs) Um, So I built my system around, okay, well, what are really good salespeople good at? They love being in front of the client. Right. 
They love actually helping people succeed at buying and selling homes. So our whole system is designed to give agents the power to do that every day and then plug in all the rest of their business and make it go smoothly. That's awesome. So I love that whole thought. I'm, I'm a big believer in that. Of There's only certain things that we, we are truly good at. It doesn't mean that we can't do it, but there's, you know, based on our behavior and our strengths, there's some things that we're naturally going to be better at. And typically, if you're a great salesperson, you're probably not great at some of that other stuff that you mentioned. So not always, but typically that's the way it goes, right? So there's some unicorns out there that are good at everything, but not many. Hard to build a business around unicorns though. So that's, that's the exactly tough part. Right. You know, yep. it's, it's one thing when you're a, uh, you know, maybe a, an independent agent, like a solo agent, or maybe you only have one person on your team and some administrative help. Uh, but when you're talking about building a business as big as yours, like, you just can't build that around the unicorns because it's, there's not enough of them, right? That's why they're called unicorns. Yeah. So yeah. Um, you said a couple of things that I want to hit on, especially around the mom part. Like, so I've, it's always struck me, obviously, so I've got small children, but I'm not the mom, clearly. Uh, however, one of the things I've noticed is I've seen so many of my good friends who have had kids over the years, both in real estate and out, who, you know, they kind of go through this, gosh, do I stay home with my kids? Do I go back to work? And regardless of the choice that they make, they typically feel bad about it because there's pressure from work to yeah. work as if they don't have children. And there's pressure, probably not just internally, but from society to be a mom as if you don't have a job, you know, yeah. like, a, like another job, I should say. And I, I got to imagine. So when you start talking about building something as big as you've built, I can't even imagine the, how much that takes of like, Hey, I've really got to focus whatever time I do have today. Um, because it's usually thrown off. Like you're, you're at the mercy of your baby schedule, right? Yeah, for a while. I mean, yeah. my whole life, very soon, I'm, I'm a big believer in breastfeeding too, which a yeah. lot of moms that work, yeah. right? That, that's like a really hard thing. And there's a lot of societal pressure there too. By the way, Kevin, I have to applaud you because this is the first time I've talked about breastfeeding on a podcast yes. and it's with a male. How ironic. Hey, I'm all about doing um, things differently. So. <laughs> there you go. You're succeeding. Um, but because of that, that's another thing that women put a lot of pressure on themselves. At least I do, because I want to make sure that my baby is given every opportunity to be as healthy as possible. And, and I believe in that, but that means that for as long as I'm breastfeeding every few hours, I have one of two responsibilities, actually breastfeeding or pumping. Right. Yeah. So it dictates your schedule. So what I've learned and having two children already um, is that I have to be intentional about how I enjoy spending my time because part of feeling good as a mom is feeling like, and that guilt that you're talking about is real. I think a lot of mothers out there have that and they have pressure to be doing something different than what they're doing. And so it takes a lot of clarity over your vision. For me, I know I'm a better person and therefore a better example for my children when I'm working. I get so much gratification out of seeing my team succeed and out of helping people, you know, hit their goals. And so I want to be that example to my children. So because I'm very clear on that, I experience less guilt and there's never the thought of, am I, am I going to just stay home? Like that's never been a question for me. Even before I had children, I knew myself well enough to know, like with my capabilities, 
with my desire to help others, I'm not going to be able to do that. If I decided tomorrow, like I'm not going to be in real estate, I guarantee you I would get involved in some charity where I wasn't making money and be dedicating a ton of time focusing on building that because it fuels my soul, right? Yeah, you're so one, Yeah, once you know that, then a lot of the guilt goes away because you actually see it differently through a different lens. I'm being the best mom I can be by inspiring my children to get a clear vision and, and figure out what's going to fuel them and make them better people, right? Yeah. That's not to say there's not times that I feel sad about it. Like my son will say, mommy, why do you have to go to work? Like, or the other day, I'll tell you one that like really got me. He said, um, mommy, I was talking to my teachers and I told them how much you like to work. And so the, what he was getting at, and he wasn't saying it in a hurtful way, is like, you know, sometimes I'm focused on something other than him when he wants my attention and I'll say, honey, mommy's working right now. And I actually tell him like, we've got to make the monies because he's, he like saves all of his little monies in a piggy bank and he's like really into that right now. So he'll say things like, well, my mommy and daddy need to make the monies. And I'm like, mm, I don't know if I want to like tell like everyone in the community that, right? But it helps him to understand where our head is at. And like, I try and tie that to what is meaningful to him. Like in order to be able to afford this, we have to work hard. Because I want to create children that want to work hard and see that that's like a beneficial thing in life. Yeah. And um, so that's the vantage point that I come from. And then to be successful in every front, I think you have to just decide on what are the things you're not going to do, right? So for me, I don't do chores. Like I don't do laundry. I don't do cleaning. I do, like those, that's a boundary for me. I'm not going to do it. It's not a good use of my time. And my hourly rate is much higher than a person who I could hire to do laundry, right? So some people may be judgmental about that. And I get it. Like you're entitled to your opinion, but there are things I'm just not going to do. I'm not going to shovel snow. I'm not, those things are not a part of my life because I choose to live my life when I can spending quality time with my kids. That's awesome. I love that. So, okay. So first of all, anybody who knows a mom in real estate, a mom to be in real estate, a dad to be in real estate, send this podcast to them. And so they can hear what Carrie just said, cause it was golden. Trust me. Uh, and if you don't have a kid or kids or a wife, or if you're not a wife or whatever, like, trust me, there's gold in there for you too. If you even know a mom, we all know a mom. So that was, that was awesome, Carrie. So let's look. Let if you have, if you have a challenge with balance in your life, maybe it's not to create time for kids. Maybe it's to create time for working out for yourself or building your mind and taking time to read a book or listen to a podcast like you're doing right now. So I'm preaching yep. to the crier with everyone who's here, right? But developing yourself is a non-negotiable, right? Yes. So if you decide, people will tell me I can't do that because I don't have time. And I'm like, bullshit. Sorry, I hope I'm allowed to swear. You're allowed. You, you can say fuck if you want. Time. I'm good with it. Cool. Okay. Um, you, you know, I think that's bullshit. I think you do have time. It's how you choose to spend your time. So stop making excuses and be intentional about that. Yes. It's all about choice. It's all about choices. So speaking of choices, let's go back. So how long have you been licensed? Talk, walk me through like the first couple of years of your career. I mean, give, give me like the, the elevator pitch of got into real estate this year and then started doing this. Like how long did it take before you started building a team and why did you build a team? Sure. So 
Um, I got into business kind of by accident. I grew up and I moved a lot. So I dealt with a lot of real estate agents. No offense to anyone out there, but it was awful. I had horrible experiences as a child. I had like a dining room uh, ceiling fall on our table when I was a little girl, like just like crazy. I lived in temporary housing a lot. So I had no intention of ever becoming a real estate agent, but I went into new home sales working for a builder and I fell in love with the business. So that was in 2003. Okay. Um, quick story. When I first started, I used to have like security training um, so that if too many people wanted to buy a house at once, I knew how to defend myself because <laughs> the market was so crazy. I would have people like sleep outside my model. Okay. Yeah. Where I started. Um, and then very quickly I ended up selling condominiums for a local sales firm and working for developers and managing sales teams of those developments. So in 2008, cause I have such awesome timing, um, I got into this side of the business and from 2008 till 2010, I would describe myself as a little bit of a lost puppy dog. <laughs> I didn't have any training. I didn't have any direction. I was kind of trying to figure out, I knew I was smart enough to know that I needed a mentor or a coach, but as I was searching, I was struggling to find somebody that I wanted to emulate what they had built both professionally and personally. Right. So I have a strong belief that that mentors and coaches can actually be really detrimental to your growth and your success if you have the wrong person. Yes. And so I look for a well-rounded package like they have the core values that I have, they, et cetera. Right. I've evolved to that over time, by the way. I've made some pretty serious mistakes in mentors that I've hired and coaches that I've hired. But ultimately, from 2008 to 2010, I was doing some things where. Like, I'll give you a specific example that's embarrassing, and I share this one on occasion. I was still crossing out in the Virginia contract where it says selling agent and writing in buyer agent because I was afraid I wasn't going to get paid, and no one was there to train me on contracts, right? Oh, and I'm like, but I'm the buyer's agent. I'm not the selling agent. Like, mind-blowing, right? So in 2010, I was fortunate enough to go to a live event, and I got really clear about my vision. And from 2010 to 2015, I went from 21 sales to 365. Whoa. So it was a really fast growth. I was really focused on, you know, who's the right talent? Who are people that are going to be magnetic to clients and hiring those people and growing? Hey guys, I want to take a minute here to make sure you know all about the event Next Level Agents Live, April 25th and 26th, 2019 in Las Vegas, Nevada. This is a two-day event brought to you by myself, Fred Weaver, and our business partner, Cody Gibson, in the Next Level Agents Facebook group. Now, this is going to be the best real estate event of the year, hands down, guaranteed, or your money back. We will be bringing experts from all sorts of different niches in real estate, leadership speakers, etc. You wouldn't even believe the cost. To go get all of the details and to register now, you can do that at nlalive.com. That's nlalive.com to register. We'll see you April 25th and 26th, 2019 in Las Vegas, Nevada for NLA Live 2019. See you there. Register now. That's awesome. So tell me today, so how, how big is the team today? And I also know, uh, I happen to know, so I'm going to just out you that you do some coaching and speaking as well. So talk to me about the rest of the team. Like what's it look like today, early 2019? 
And then what else are you doing in addition to running this massive business, running a household, you know, being a mom, a wife, all the other stuff that you have going on? Sure. So today the team looks very different than it did a few years ago. We have 70 people on the team. Wow. And one of the things that I've learned is I need to hire for my future vision and not where I am right now. Right. And that takes a lot of, there's fear associated with that for everybody out there. I don't want you to think that I don't have it because there are times when I do. Right. So I made the difficult decision this year of hiring a controller and a database manager, which were two hires that were very expensive and necessary. At the same time, I really scaled my marketing team because I look at the writing on the wall with third party vendors that are providing leads. And candidly, I want to be in control of my destiny. I don't want to have to rely on anyone else to fuel the success and, and the financial success of my team and my team members, right? So what that meant to me is I listened to, I had a conversation with Gary Vandercheck that was super impactful. And I went from having two and a half people in my marketing department to scaling the marketing department to 10 people. Wow. In 90 days. So it was like, okay, I hear him. I agree. He's right. And I need to act. So when you think about 70 people, we're focused on, okay, how do we do enough sales volume to be the number one team in the country and the world in sales volume? And that's our ambition right now. And we're trying to put the right key people in place to do that. Our goal for next year is 1600 transactions. So it's not like, oh, good. We just grew. Now we're going to need to take, you know, take a little break. Now it's like, let's, let's go for it. That's awesome. I love those. So, okay. So you're obviously have your hands for running the team, but you're, you also coach other people. Uh, tell me about that. Like, how did you get into coaching? So, okay. This is kind of a funny story. So I kept having people, I was in a coaching program. I was number one in the program for two years. So I was kind of the big fish in the little sea, you know? And for me, I would rather be the little fish in the big sea because there's so much more to learn. So people kept approaching me in the program and asking me to coach them. And I really enjoy mentoring. I love helping people grow. And what I had realized from growing my team is like, there's not that many people in the industry that have scaled the way that we've scaled with the leader having as much success in delegation. So the reason I live the life that I live and I can spend time with my family and I take weekends off and I vacation, this is crazy, for like four months out of the year, I'm traveling. It's not me laying on a beach, it's me going to grow my mind and and focusing on being at events where I can come back and create value for my team, okay? But two years ago, I did Tony Robbins Platinum Partnership. And I had a baby the same year. And when my baby was old enough to travel, I brought him with me and went to Tony Robbins all over the country. Right. So people are like, that's like, that's outside of a lot of people's comfort zone. Right. And for me, it was a must. Like I have to keep growing and I can't allow myself to stagnate because my life is changing. I have to adapt into it and grow at the same time. Right. So what I, what I noticed at that time is that when people were asking me to coach them, I felt like I wasn't comfortable, even though I had the knowledge, I didn't have the systems built out to really be able to support their growth. 
So I started focusing on, well, how do I systemize what I'm doing so that I can plug other team leaders into it? And those team leaders can use what I train my team with to train their own team. Cause I'm not going to coach someone and not go deep. Right. Yeah. I want to not only have an impact on their mindset, their leadership, their talent, and their, their skills in running the team. I want to help them impact their team members to be more successful in converting. So I built out a university online and it's called Hyperfast Academy. Love it. Hyperfast Academy fuels the people that I'm coaching's teams. So if they're, if they have a buyer's agent, I literally take that buyer's agent through how I train my own buyer's agent so that the team leader can only focus on the test out. Oh, I love that. And the quality control for their team. So for me, it was, it was a situation where people were asking me, I wanted to do it. And yet I couldn't say yes. Cause I felt like it wasn't going to serve them to the highest purpose of what I was capable of. Now, when someone joins our inner circle or our inner circle VIP, man, I know that I can make a tremendous impact in their business. That's huge. You know, we built out our, our training program as well a few years ago and, but we've never done like for part of the reason that you just talked about why you were hesitant. Same thing is like, if I can't go make that kind of impact. I'm not sure that I want to uh, because when you can actually get down granular with the agents inside of a team and not just the team leader, that is, that's where you can have some super big impact. And I think that is awesome. I love that you approach it that way. Thank you. So that's Thank called the Hyperfast cool. Academy. Is that what it's called? Yeah. So it's Hyperfast Academy. And if you want to see more, hyperfastagent.com kind of goes through all of the different platforms that we have and how people can get connected. Cool. Hyperfastagent.com. Guys, I can't stress enough. Like, go check it out. If you're looking for something like that, I can't recommend uh, Carrie enough. Like, she is, she's clearly built something really huge, has her priorities straight. And is a student herself. So if there's no better person really to learn from Thank in my you. opinion. So I think that's awesome that you're willing to share that too. So many people in our industry, um, they have really good stuff like that and they keep it so close to the vest that they don't share it um, even in a coaching relationship. And, and I think that is, um, I don't love, I don't love that. So I, li I like, I'm, I'm just about sharing. There's really no secrets. There's nothing new under the sun and we should all be helping each other get better. No matter what company we're at, uh, no matter where, whether we're a competitor or on the same team, I think we should be helping each other get better. I think when people don't want to share, it's like they have a fear that someone's going to steal what they're doing. Yeah. And I believe if your mindset is of abundance, like I'm actually coaching three other people in my market, which originally I remember thinking, oh, I'm really interested in coaching people in other markets, right? And of course, some people locally who have seen what I've grown are really attracted to the idea of working with me. And I'm like, awesome. Like, I don't, I don't need to be afraid that they're going to steal my ideas because there's so much, there's so much opportunity out there that even if I help them build the same size business I have, it's not going to hurt my business. Yeah, there's, there's so many deals out there that you could literally... I mean, you, you're not gonna, gonna ever get to 100% market share. And so it'd be cool if the other people that had the biggest market shares were also coached by you, right? That's kind of how I look at it. It'd be amazing. You know how many deals we could get done just by collaborating? Oh yeah, it, I mean, think about how easy that would make uh, the cooperation uh, on transactions. So that's, uh, that's so cool. Well, so Carrie, real quick. So we're gonna, we're gonna end this because you and I are gonna pick up a conversation again 
on your podcast. So tell yeah, real quick. I learn all about you. I can't wait. So share, share your podcast name and where people can find that at as well. Okay, cool. It's the Hyper Fast Agent Podcast. And Perfect. I'm excited to dig into your background. So it'll be fun. Awesome. So we're going to pick that com our conversation up over there. Carrie, any last parting shots, anything you want to share before we get going that you want to share with the next level uh, podcast community? Um, okay. I have one, one nugget. Cool. If you're trying to grow, try and surround yourself with people who have already been where you want to go. That's my cool. nugget. Love that. I think there is so much gold in that. Uh, and something that when we're looking for, you mentioned, making mistakes with mentors and stuff earlier in uh, that it, you gotta, you gotta use that filter in my opinion. So that's a great nugget. So Carrie, thank you so much for joining us today and I'm looking forward to chatting again. That's it for today's show. Do me a favor. If you enjoy this, go over to iTunes or wherever you're listening at, leave us a review, share this episode with your friends and for more great content, check us out in our Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash next level agents. That's facebook.com forward slash groups next level agents. See you soon.